Hi everyone, welcome to Life Odyssey, a podcast hosted by me, Hadenike. And I, Miriam. Come with us on a journey of two young Nigerian adults who are trying to navigate life from the view of someone living in Nigeria and the other in diaspora. This is a space where we talk about anything and everything. So stay tuned, it's going to be an exciting journey. Hello everybody! Oh my god, guys. I feel like I don't even know how to record again. Like, I don't know how to record. <laughs> you guys, that's why I'm laughing. Anytime I'm nervous, I laugh. Okay, guys. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Life of This Way podcast. Ah, we are back from our long break, guys. Like, we said we were going to take two weeks. We took, like, how many weeks, guys? I don't even know. I was going to ask you, like, how long was it? <laughs> I think it took three weeks. Because, like, we, the last um episode was, like, um the um last um. Uh, Saturday in June, I think. So okay. yeah, I think it took like three weeks, like three weeks or four almost weeks. Yeah, yeah, almost a month. Yeah, almost a month. What's up now? What has been going on? What's the most interesting thing? Like during the break, what was the most interesting thing that happened to you, and what was the most challenging thing? Um. Okay. Hi guys. I missed you guys. <laughs> if I'm allowed to say that, I miss doing this. Right. I don't right. even know you, Auntie. I know, but then. <laughs> But then, yeah, I missed. I missed. I really miss recording. Hmm. The most interesting thing and the most challenging thing. Yeah. See you guys. Let me just be honest. That break we took, it was, it was actually very needed. Mm. Like a lot was going on, and mm-hmm. just needed to like take that break for and just just like clear the head and all of that. But even during the break. Mm-hmm. You guys, I'm not going to lie to you. This past month has been very, very harsh. We're still alive. We're pushing. And yeah, a lot of, a lot has been going on. Hmm, you guys, I started my fitness journey. We <laughs> say, uh-uh. <laughs> that sounds Yo, Yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's one of the most interesting things that I'll say has happened or happened um during the break because i've actually you know started eating healthy going for workouts and all of that but ah, it's not easy it's not easy like days when (laughs) i know right then i'll see my my siblings eating sometimes spaghetti and and i'm just like I'll just carry face, carry my my lime water inside the room. We Mad. move. It's it's been hard, but interesting at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's it's been really, really, really good for me. And I feel like through through the the my sessions, I've been able to like relieve stress. Kinda, I think it, it kind of makes me feel better during that time that I'm in the gym when I'm working out. Mm-hmm. I don't feel. I don't feel any kind of way. I'm just happy I'm doing stuff. I'm mm-hmm. literally like in another world. Do you mm-hmm. get so it's it actually helps me think clearly. Then we're back to reality again and all of that. So yeah, I think that that's one of the most interesting things that actually happened to me during the break. And what's challenging thing, every other thing has been challenging. Whatever it is you can think of, it has been challenging. So let me just leave it at that. What about you? Hmm. i'm so sorry about that and I, like i'm sorry about like all the challenges we've been having and 
I'm so glad that you started like you know your fitness journey and I wish you the best guy like I'm so sorry I can't relate to not being able to eat shark because me I eat everything and anything because <laughs> uh, like I understand mm-hmm. that our goals are different right because like you're mm-hmm. trying to lose weight me I'm trying to build up like muscles and all of that so like I, I feel you shark no thank you thank you sure ah you guys Hmm. Anyways, let me start from. Should I start with the good news or the bad news? <laughs> bad news first, I think. But, okay, so I'll just start with the most challenging thing. You guys, I swear, like, I, okay, let me know if this is what. But, like, guys, <laughs> I'm not being fine. If you, if you follow me on Twitter, I swear you will know that Nika is not fine. Mm. I've actually not been fine. Like I, 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 I was um like if you guys remember in in the first season I spoke about you know trying to eat from a particular event that happened in my life, and yeah. I was doing so well, but I just don't know. It was just it just it just it was just one day, one day, and the whole thing just came again, and then I just got tired. Like I was just like, what the, what the f is this? Like what's going on? Like I have literally been trying to like you know get past this so i feel like i was just too hard on myself because like one thing about healing is that there is no time frame to eat and you can't yeah like you literally cannot um give a time frame to healing and that's what thing that made me go into that relapse because like i'm like it's been two months like why am i still feeling this way what's going on so i just fell into like a terrible relapse and since seriously i haven't recovered from the relapse because it was really terrible it was like it was even worse than what i was eating from because like from yeah because like the whole situation got really worse like so like it's been really challenging and um because i cannot afford therapy you guys i (laughs) i feel like i fell into oversharing because like it's just you know when you are just going through something i don't know if you guys can relate because like you're just going through something and then anybody that just seems to want to listen to you just start to just talk because you just want the pain to go away right so this the whole thing about me like talking and everything i i it's it's it just happened that i fell into the wrong it fell into the wrong years right because like oh like the the person made it very complicated and and you know it just the whole thing just got messed up and then I was the one trying to eat and then it was not looking at seed no like I, I just it was, it was just looking like I was the bad person and um it made everything worse like because I'm just like bro Ugh. so you guys shall I learned to stop stop talking like <laughs> oh that's why I don't blame people that literally don't talk about whatever is going on in their lives I'm with them for the most part people just want to hear gist that's yeah just want, nobody cares nobody cares yeah, and therapy is too expensive. Like, I, I even tweeted today that I need a psychologist, mm-hmm. psychologist friend because, like, bro, therapy is expensive and I cannot afford therapy. Like, <laughs> at this point in my life, I can't afford therapy. So, um, that's, like, the most challenging thing, guys. Like, let me just sum it up like that. The most interesting thing, hmm, what's the most interesting thing that happened to me this week? That, like, that has happened to me since we took the break. Honestly, nothing, guys. It's just, I've just been going from one, like, I've just been living each day as it comes. Like, literally, right now, I'm doing a job that I do not like. I'm trying to figure out my life. I'm trying to change career. Like, it's just a lot. Honestly, nothing interesting. Maybe gym, in which, like, even gym has not really been, you know, I've just, sometimes I just go to the gym, like, it's like, it's a lifestyle for me, right? Because, like, I've been mm-hmm. consistent for, like, three months now. So, like, it's, like, a lifestyle for me already but it's still not 
like it's still like part of the interesting thing that is happening to me but sometimes i want to go to the gym and i'm just like will this gym take all the pain that i'm feeling away will you give me a job will you Aww. will you pay my bills like sometimes like but like still i still like show up like of course like when i go to the gym like it's like the problem we are facing everything's like everything just ends and then once you're out again you're back to you're back to like whatever is wrong with you so yeah guys literally life has not been easy i i i just hope that it's not like i'm wishing anybody bad but i just hope i'm not the only one feeling this way because that makes it worse (laughs) you're not you're definitely not (laughs) (laughs) yeah guys so that's what's up so we decide to like just resume chaos like I don't think we'll ever be ready. If I keep saying, mm-hmm. oh, let's keep taking this break, I, I we'll never be ready. We'll never, ever be ready. So, yo, guys. Oh, to say. I'm so, like, <laughs> the other thing is, it's really, like, I don't know, it's heartbreaking that you have to go through all of this. Okay, but... All of this. I mean, come on. It's just one life. Why does it have to get so hard like this? Oh, I mean, I mean, you just, at the point, you just feel like, one thing should just go right. I mean, is that too much to ask for? I know. Yeah. But then, it's all good. It's all good. At least, trying as much as possible to heal from both the um the incidents and the the aftermath and every 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 everything everything everything, everything guys <laughs> everything it's fine. It is going to be fine. It has to be fine. It has to be fine, bro. It yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> all this pain, I better, like, uh, anytime I pray, I'm just like, God, I, all this pain must better be worth it. Like, because at the end of the day, let me look back and say, bro, uh, uh, this pain, like, literally, it's worth it. Like, you get what I mean? Like, the goodness, yeah. the, the prosperity, the, you know, the goodwill that will come out of the pain, let it better be worth it. So that I can look back and say, mm-hmm. it was worth the weight. It was worth the pain. Yeah, I'll well, <laughs> I know, kids. Anyways, let's dive straight into the episode, guys. First of all, I'll do trigger warning because, like, I feel like the topic of today is kind of heavy, and I know that you would have seen it from the title of the um this um episode. So I'm I apologize that we are literally starting with this heavy topic. With this heavy topic. <laughs> <laughs> But I think it's just necessary we discuss it. So, yeah. um, trigger warning. So, if you know that um, whatever, um, like anything related to like you know past event or like um psychological event as like, something that has affected you psychologically, and you know that listening to this will like bring back memories and then it will make you like you know wallow in pain or wallow in sadness i would just advise you to stop listening now because like, at this point yeah yes. just stop listening and um yeah because uh <clears throat> our topic for today is trauma hmm. Hmm. trauma guys trauma so um mariam how would you define trauma okay um to the best of my knowledge, trauma is is that um, response, or should I say, emotional response, that feeling you get after a lifetime change or like a traumatic event, basically, something that you know it could be it could be physical, it could be you know emotional, 
it could be it could be anything it could be due to maybe like sexual violation it could be like serious injury it could be death just like any traumatic or very serious events occurring in one's life so like the feeling the the after feeling of the whole thing the stress the emotional um whatever that comes with it is what trauma is yeah uh-uh I'm clapping come, for come, you. Come on, come on, come on, shift. <laughs> That's really a very good definition. It's so similar to the definition I have too. I um I think uh, trauma is a lasting emotional response. It's just like um it's often like it's resulting um it's as a result of like distressful events, just like like distressing events. Sorry, just like mm-hmm. Maram said. So yeah, trauma is um. It can be something small, like it can it can be something as small as maybe when you were younger, you literally like fell inside, uh, or you you fell inside the gutter, and then every time you see gutter, you are just like you're scared to pass mm-hmm. beside that. Like so, it can be something small. So um, next thing, Mariam, let me ask you: like, would you say that you have literally like? Would you say first of all, do you have any trauma? That's, I have a two-in-one question. Would you say you have any trauma and would you say you have processed your trauma? Hmm. Okay, so it's actually the first question. Do hmm. I, would I say I have any trauma? Hmm. <laughs> I have traumas. <laughs> traumas Bro, do you in, get? <laughs> in plural form with a lot of S's. <laughs> I have... It's not funny. Um, I don't know why I'm laughing. Guys, no, really. I said... in serious situations. I I know I understand, but ranging from my childhood mm. till present day, I mean, most 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 of my most of the trauma that I have has to do with my childhood. Most of them. Then in recent times, maybe one or two, but definitely, yeah, I definitely have traumas. And what's the second question again? Okay, so have I processed it? Yeah. It's okay, so the thing the thing to this trauma thing here is that it's it is it is hard. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's like, it's like two ways. Yeah, let me put it that way. Sometimes when you feel like you're over it, mm-hmm. immediately something triggers it again, it is back. Yeah. <clears throat> At times you basically get flashbacks or or it can even it can even get physical like i I can remember that sometimes when i when i perceive a particular smell Mm. it's it's not i don't know how to describe it's just a particular smell Mm. whenever i hear that smell i have instant nausea stomach Mm. ache do you get like i basically feel dizzy at that smell it's not because maybe I'm allergic to something like that or, mm-hmm. you know, but it is related to something that has happened to me when I was quite younger. Mm-hmm. So, at times when you feel like, even the smallest things, just like you mentioned, when you feel like, okay, you're over this thing, you don't think it should be something big like that. Mm-hmm. It's it's a lie. It's still there. And I feel like it's to overcome a particular traumatic event. Yeah. Um, uh, it's it's not easy. It's on God, basically, because every time something triggers it, or every time you something happens, 
in that relates to whatever it is that you know it is back again mm. and then recently i feel like okay so there's this particular one that is like engraved in my head and let me not lie i've never i've not had the the not like the time it has not been fully processed yet because it feels like it's, it's at times it feels like it, it's not real it feels mm-hmm. like it didn't happen mm-hmm. that kind of thing so i'm still like in the process of processing it <clears throat> mm-hmm. so it's yeah that's that that's just it <sighs> literally yeah that's deep deep i i i don't know i I want us to talk about this topic like i don't want it to be like too deep <laughs> but then there's no i don't think there's any way we can there's, talk about there's any way yeah i, I read really nothing there's any way to it but yeah let's keep let's keep going what about you ah <sighs> guys the truth is that growing up i used to think i do not have trauma even though like there are a lot of things that happen to me. Like, there are a t- lot of things that happen in my family. You know, my family dynamics, like, growing up. And mm-hmm. all that. Little did I know that all these things were, were like, trauma that were... That were you did not know. Because I didn't even understand trauma. What's trauma, right? But, like, deep down, I've heard people say, like, deep down in me, I know that these things are... This thing that is happening is going to affect me. But I just did not know how it was going to, like, you know show up in my life in any way because i'm just like i'm fine i'm good but i've heard people like or i've seen people like maybe in school that we literally have maybe similar trauma and because they opened up to me right but, like but mm-hmm. of course i it's not like i'll tell them that okay me too i'm going through this but they would just say the like, same thing oh, yeah similar thing is happening in my house and i'll i'll be like oh, okay and then i'll see the way the trauma is literally reflecting in their lives probably like they are always getting agitated or like they they don't even like like some certain things that kind of thing just because of that same trauma that i have but me i'm just like my life is fine i'm perfect there's nothing wrong with me joe like yeah it's happened it's happened like like I'm, i'm good so like all those times i didn't get to process my trauma and um i remember like I was even asking my siblings before I came here, I was asking them that this thing that happened, like, how do you think it affected you guys? And then they would just be like, oh, uh, it's not like it really affected them in that way, but like, after just, everybody's just ringing it. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So I'll, I'll be like, okay, cool. Like, and then there are some other, aside from the family, yeah, you know, the general family trauma, there are like some personal things that happened to me growing up. And I didn't even think those things were going to like cost me, you know, pain when I remember them, like mm-hmm. later in the future. So um, I, would, I would say I didn't start processing my trauma until I got here. And even when I got here, I wasn't still processing my trauma. It was until something happened to me that I now felt that. Why am I responding to this in this particular this, this particular manner? Right. So I <clears throat> yeah, I would say yes, I have trauma and then yeah, I have tried I'm trying to process my trauma. But the thing is that I can't literally deal with my trauma alone. And that's why I was talking about immunotherapy and all of that. Because like I've noticed that it's really it's not as simple as I thought it was going to be. Like it's really deeper than I think it is. Like it's like you are responding to this certain thing just because of a certain pain that you're still holding on to. If you guys get what I mean. So like yeah, 
that's it. Like I've, I'm processing my trauma. Like I can, at least for now, I can say that the reason I'm doing this thing is because, okay, this so 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 thing happened to me, and this is the way I can respond to it. This is the reason why I'm scared of this. This is the reason why I'm scared of this. So, um, it's um. It's literally like not an easy thing to do, like processing your trauma. Like it's like you have to be to tell yourself the truth. Like you have to be able to tell yourself the truth. Like okay, you know this thing you're doing is toxic. Like why are you doing it? You get what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, yes, guys. Um, I'm still processing my trauma. (laughs) Yeah, let me just put it that way. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, talking about processing trauma and you know having these things while growing up without knowing them, I feel like we are at we are at a greater disadvantage here because yes, yes, because I mean even those things happening, mm-hmm. you understand, like you you already see them as a norm. Mm-hmm. like as something normal okay okay so this thing happens say for example for example someone whose um parents always have issues mm-hmm. you get like it's always quarrel one day like no day passes by without without you know one issue it's always yelling around the house it's violence here and there you know and then the child growing up and legit believing like believing that it is normal for parents to have you know issues like that and then person growing up they don't even know like the effects even the parents say they are lost in their world they don't know that what they are doing is like affecting their children Mm -hmm. then those ones grow up to you know okay this is how it should be this is how it has always been this is how he has seen it and from there is another like another defect, another person entirely like emotionally down in the society because we have a lot, a lot, a lot of them like that. Mm-hmm. But then we're not. I don't know how to put this. I've, I've I've mentioned it before. We are not so so big on um psychology here on emotional feelings on like your feelings. All that matters is you are okay physically. You are not sick, Abby. You, mm-hmm. know, you don't have malaria, you don't have headache, you are fine. Mm-hmm. Whatever goes on with you again is is non-existent basically because mm-hmm. they don't even know. You get so I just feel like lots a lot of these things happen while we're growing up and dealing with dealing with it actually sometimes might not be so hard. Some people heal on their own and some people might actually need therapy. But Dealing with it on your own can be way harder. It's not even hard. Fact, like, it is way harder. Like it's really hard. It is hard. It is hard because you don't even you don't even know who to talk to. You don't even want to talk because people will feel like you are like you're seeking attention. Like mm-hmm. you're just you're just saying it because okay, one day you want to be noticed. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they don't even understand. You get you get what I mean. Mm-hmm. So I feel like. People should, I don't know. Really, it is it is stressing. It is really it is distressing that you don't even know what to do 
in stages like this you don't even know because you don't want to talk to anybody because you feel like they won't understand or they feel like you're seeking attention and therapy therapy here is <laughs> is people basically think you're mad like yeah. oh um, I'm seeing a therapist I'm like a therapist what's going on with you like you know were you raped did mm-hmm. something happen did you i be like no no and they be like okay so why is he in a therapist i mean mm-hmm. it's just i don't know it's just different for everybody but then dealing with trauma dealing with trauma is hard it's very hard guys it's really hard i i understand you sure like nigeria is not even a place to like you know like Start telling people oh, I'm doing this. I'm seeing a therapist. Blah blah blah. Because like even me too. When I got here, right? When my my classmate they talk about trauma, like okay, like they'll give trigger warning and all of this. I'm like, what? Like, what? What are this one? What's this one doing? <laughs> trigger <laughs> warning. I just talk. I mean, we go we go make jokes out of it and everything. Like it's not a big deal. But I just got mm-hmm. to realize that they are like listening to things that try trigger people. Like trigger yeah. if somebody can literally tell you that this particular thing triggers me then i think it's just best for you to respect and just like just stop you know you get what i mean so yeah um another thing about trauma is that it's there's this kind of like um what do i how do i explain it okay so there's this kind of um wound it's like you're not showing a wound. That's what that's how I see trauma. It's like <clears throat> it's like if you don't if you feed the wound, like you are doing things that will make the wound like you know get deeper, mm-hmm. your trauma keeps like affecting you more. But if you treat the wound like like you try as much as possible to like do things that will just make you like you know like um, deal with the trauma, like I feel like before you know it, 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 it starts to suppress. Like, you will realize that those things that used to trigger you will stop triggering you. Hmm. So, guys, let me give you, like, the subtle one. Like, it's a very, like, it's, it's, it's a trauma, but I didn't even think that it was, it was, it was, like, a traumatic thing. Like, it was, like, growing up, right, I, I used to, like, I, I wasn't home. Like, Cause like I went to um the only time I was home with my parents was when I went to primary school. Okay. I went to a boarding school, and I from boarding school I went straight to the university. So I wasn't like at home with my parents like like that. So the the I think the only time I spent with my parents was just like maybe five years. Like okay, the growing up stage now ten years. Ten years. Mm-hmm. Secondary school. So like in secondary school boarding school now like people are always like around like. You have friends now. You know that time that we have a group of friends. So I, I've mm-hmm. always done things with people. Like, I am so used to doing things with people. Like, I have friends. I have, like, people around me. I, I, I've never been alone. Like, alone. Like, oh, I don't have any friends. I don't have anything. And when I was in secondary school, I was really quiet. So I didn't get into any drama. I did not. There was nothing like, oh, I didn't. I wasn't even. Dating, I didn't date anybody during secondary school, guys. So there was nothing like. Oh, you know what this secondary school drama? Oh, it's my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. It's my boyfriend. You snatch. Don't snatch my. <laughs> don't snatch my man. Don't do this. I did not. 
I was I I didn't give a you know I didn't care about anything like that because like I'm like I I just did not like guys growing up and guys that me not liking guy it's a trauma that was like it's literally a trauma too that one day let's just put that on our side child aside <laughs> so like growing up I was just like these guys all these boys they should just go and sleep so I wasn't in any drama and then I have friends I have like friends around me like i'm always doing things with people we go to class together we do um money devotion we do our duties together like i've just always been around people so university i got to, i got into the university of course we make friends too in the university and then yeah i've always like been around people like we do things like i don't think i've i've ever been in any stage where i'm just like alone alone like I've, i don't have friends i don't have it and i am very good I'm very, very good with making friends. Like, I am very good. Like, I am not... I feel like I will, I'm, I'm, I'm that kind of person that will come and meet you and talk to you first. Like, I'm not, I'm not a shy person. I, I think one of my strengths is confident. I'm very confident. I can come and talk to anybody. I can talk to anybody on top. My friends were like me. Like, no drama, no, you know, no stress. And then I got into the uni. I, I was just lucky with friends. I made good people. So I, I've never been involved in any drama any sort of drama so coming here hmm. <laughs> you guys i was innocent like i was so innocent like i was innocent as fuck like i was so innocent like i was i've, I've been used to good people like i'm just like everybody's good now everybody has good intentions like everybody understands that like you know you get what i mean so i and then me, I just started living my life like, oh, oh my everybody's good. So like I I I got into a series of friendships and then they, this whole thing just messed me up because I'm just like, what kind of human being is this one? Like, ah hey. Are there people <laughs> like this? Me. Everything was just new. It was just new to me. Like I I couldn't fathom like why somebody would leave me certainly and all of that. So it just it just made me realize that every my responses so my responses to those things were bad. I didn't react to it well. So like I feel like it was just because of my trauma. Like it was just the fact that I I have never like experienced such thing before. Bad friendships. Yes. So it was just like what's going on here? So yeah. So like I feel like it's trauma just comes in a, in a very different form like you, you just don't know like and i got to realize more about how my trauma even like like how my how um my trauma is really affecting me because i got to realize that i have like a lot of things that you know when you are like i don't have a red flag and then i just got to realize when i go ahead and blue you have red flags. Yes, see, see red flags <laughs> You have red flag. I just got to realize that I am so, so many things. I mean, I think that I'm doing from a good heart. It's literally like kind of like being, you know, you are doing something to somebody, and then you are thinking you are doing it from a good heart. Like I don't want any trouble. But deep down, you are annoying the other person because the person is just feeling like, what's wrong with this girl? Like, yeah. Do you get and that's really, and that can come off as you being manipulated because you are trying to be, be like the good person. Why you are trying to make another person feel bad? You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, the way you respond to things is not the same way I would respond respond to it. For example, somebody can shout out, shout at, shout at me, and then I'm quiet. And then you, yeah. somebody will shout at you and be like, "Are you ah? Uh, <laughs> Why are you, you right? of that? <laughs> ah. Do you get? And me, I'm just like, I'm, I'm looking at you like, 
it's not the same you get so the way people process things is different so it can come over as you being like you know maybe you're trying to be manipulative because like you it will be as if you cause this you cause the fight and then you are not quiet you're not making the other person look like the bad person so yeah guys so yeah so what do you think like what's like the subtle trauma that you think you have like just a very like maybe simple thing okay so okay um when when i was young when i was still small mm-hmm. we're still very small that time mm-hmm. so it's, it's sort of kind of related to what part of what you said okay in the sense that when i was young mm-hmm. i was clueless boys trust me like in primary school it's a concern what do you mean in primary school in secondary school it was, it was like, okay, you're on your own, I'm on, I'm on my own. I had a friend when I, when we just entered years one, I had this friend. But along the line, I think second term, a new student came. You know all these new students from, um, like, all these rich new students now? Mm-hmm. That when they come, they have, like, this Anna Montana bag, matching <laughs> lunchbox, matching uh, pencil yeah. sets. Yeah. Although you get what I'm trying to say now, mm-hmm. yeah. So my friend, the friend that I had, mm-hmm. moved to that person, so they became friends. Yeah, yeah. And I was just behind, like I was. I mean, I didn't, I didn't know how to do cho 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 cho. I follow somebody. Mm-hmm. I'd rather just be on my own. So yeah, I didn't really have friends in secondary school. Just mm-hmm. three years, one or two people. SS one. There was this very good friend of mine that was we used to share novels okay, we connected through novels okay. so like we exchanged books and all of that now in okay let me give you a quick backstory here so there was this senior this senior was um he was from the abroad Sha. he came from the abroad okay. he came to our school so somehow he needed a gs3 textbook and he came to to like borrow from me but i don't know it was me I came to borrow from. So yeah. the next time, I needed my textbook. He didn't return it that day. So I had to go and collect it. So I went to the class, you know. I tried to, like, get his attention. He was sitting back, back, back. He did not see me. So I called some seniors that were nearby to me calling. Mm-hmm. Some girls, Sha. So mm-hmm. they're like, what is this? What am I looking for? Blah, 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 blah. I was like, I just want to get my textbook from senior. Olubi, his name is Olubi, Mark. From senior Mark. So I tried, he brought my textbook for me and I went. So one day, one day, he got to know that I love novels. So we used to exchange novels too and all of that. Mm. Up until some seniors, about two or three of them, mm. they called me to their mm-hmm. class. So it was break time. No break time. Everybody has gone out. Mm-hmm. So they knelt me down. Yeah. And it was like, they were like, okay. So apparently they liked him differently. Do you get them in the same class? Mm-hmm. There was one senior Esther, there was one senior Leah, there was one senior something, I can't remember. So they, they all liked him. They were fighting for him. They me, I'm a junior, like, what's my own? Uh-huh, that kind of thing. Yeah. So they know. called me and they legit, uh-huh, they legit threatened me that if they see me with him again, that they would deal with me in this school. Uh-uh. Me secondary school. <laughs> and all the, everything, everything I knew about boys at that point was whatever I read inside Google you get so i was not confused that ah, what's going on like it's not as if 
you saw me with this person. Do you see? Yeah. Do you find us in a compromise position? In a position rather. Yeah. So it's now it now became like anytime I see them around school, they will now stare at me with one kind of eyes. Like they'll give me a hard stare that I'm watching you kind of. Mm-hmm. So I kept my distance. I kept my distance away from the guy. Mm-hmm. Until he noticed, and I was like, ah, what's up? What happened? I told him nothing that I just want to be on my own. Mm-hmm. I was like, I know now that I should talk and explain. So I told you, I was like, that's not, I don't, don't mind them. They, they, they just, you know, he tried to use that his accent. And I think that was what was entering their head. Yeah. The accent that was. So now that was that about that. When I changed schools, I maintained my, I don't know you. I don't want problem for my life. I don't mm-hmm. want to know. But it seemed that trouble is always following me because I ended up having issues with people's boyfriends. Ah, Maria. I'm always on my own. You get like, somehow, somehow, trouble shall find me come. You understand? And I'll enter trouble. So it was, there were series, see, series of, of threatening. There was, some people would tell, it got to a point that someone told all the things they are doing with people's boyfriends, don't even try it with my own. And I'm like, God, what is ah, this? Mad it, was, it was, it was, it was that bad. It was actually that bad, because someone who just, you know, maybe someone can just come. Someone's boyfriend mm. can just come and be like, I mean, is is your boyfriend? But then he's still his own person. He can, he has right to make friends outside of. He gets mm-hmm. so, and they just jump into conclusion that we are dating or we are having another. You get out all of so mm. it was strange to me that you people how would that you that you're already like carrying boy on top of your head like this. So after a while, this whole thing happened in my SS2. So throughout like my SS3, all the friends that it was just friends like uh, hi hi, even including guys. Mm. So when I entered university, if you talk to me, I'll as a guy, if you talk to me, I'll just be like I like yeah, no one walla. Yeah. That kind, you get that kind of thing. So like, my hundred level, my two hundred level, my three hundred level, mm-hmm. I literally like had no, except my okay, my male classmates. I didn't even like we, we didn't really roll like that because me from class to hostel, from hostel to class, and all of that. You get. So it was always like throughout my hundred, hundred, three hundred level days. Whenever anybody approaches me, the first thing that comes to my mind is. Hope it's not that someone going because you know university now the stuff we've heard about mm-hmm. you know while we we're outside school like all these movies we've watched like campus life mm-hmm. all of those things and not be as if you go and do mistake and snatch them but come and pass the office ah jesus you get so whenever a guy approached me when I was in under level a I bind you by I cast you cast and bind <laughs> please I yeah. don't I don't want problem so it was always I always get my distance. Yeah. away from guys i always always kept my distance my 100 level my 200 level there was even this guy that was like wait that is it that you are into girls i said ah whatever profession <laughs> you come to at this point no problem. i don't care I'm to protect myself. i don't care i'm just trying to stay away from trouble yeah. because it, it always seems like whenever i get involved with a guy like on a clean heart, like I have no, you know, mm-hmm. no hidden agenda, nothing, nothing. Mm-hmm. I always find myself in trouble. So up until very recently, like my four hundred levels, mm-hmm. I kept my distance. Like in fact, 
I was closed off to guys, literally, because I just didn't I just didn't want trouble for myself. So I feel like for a while the 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 trauma of or should I say do you call it trauma non of what has happened, me always getting in trouble with boys. This is just a very interesting and <laughs> you guys I give you deep gist for this thing. Eh? But then that's it's just, just like the surface of the I think this is still the like the most um I like the subtle one, yeah. Yeah. The subtle one part out of my it's not that serious, but then it's affected me for a while mm-hmm. in my life. Yeah. So basically that's just it. Boy troubles, nah. X X <laughs> X. So yeah, basically that was that was just it. That's just it. And and, and that's on the lighter note. <laughs> guys i just i hate the fact that like most of our trauma has to always like most people's trauma has to always like revolve around like the other gender actually when you ask a female like okay so like what's your trauma or something like that. Like, you can't even ask me what your trauma said. But, like, mm-hmm. when people, like, talk about their trauma, like... Yeah, nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. Either the person has been raped or, like, maybe, they have, maybe they've been molested or, like, all those kind of stuff, Sha. And it's, it's, it's not nice. That makes me really sad, Sha. <sighs> Okay, guys, so um, there's this not talk about. There's something called, like, trauma-informed care. So it's basically, like, um, it focuses on what happened to, like, it focuses on what happened to you instead of what is wrong with you, if that's, if you get what I mean. So I feel like for the most part, most therapists, they use this trauma-informed care. So, like, it's like, you it's like i come to you and i'm like okay i'm going through this terrible heartbreak and i am i'm very very i'm finding very difficult to like you know get over this get past it yeah so instead of like just saying okay i'm focusing on what's wrong with you which is that you're trying to like you know get past this heartbreak right i would rather like as a therapist therapist would rather focus on what happened like why do you think you can't get over this person like is it because of something that has happened to you before or like you get what i mean yeah so i think that's one thing i have been using to get over to try as much as possible to process my trauma like i said i cannot afford therapy and i'm literally tired of talking to people because i felt that opening up helps but the truth is that guys don't get me wrong opening up helps but open up to the right person like and don't just open up to anybody I'm talking from experience. Opening up <laughs> helps you. Like it does. Like when you listen, when you talk to somebody that listens and the person is quite intelligent and the person can yeah. say the right things. There are people that are just so good at, you know, saying the right things to you. They are not trying to solve your problem, but they know how to like, you know, help you navigate through your problems. So yeah, it's it's good. I I hope everybody finds that person. But like <clears throat> like I said, I'm tired of opening up to people because like it has not helped me in any way. So I've been trying to like use trauma informed care to take care of myself. Like when I react to something, rather than 
focusing on that thing. I was just thinking about, okay, why am I doing this thing? Why can't I get over this thing? Is it because of one thing that happened to me? Then I try to process that stuff that happened to me. And then I'll be like, oh, yeah, now I see. It's, it helps me, Sha. I don't know if you guys understand, but it's really, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I'll, I'm still going to ask questions. But okay. We are done. Okay. So it kind of like helps me to just like, okay. It's not like it's solving my problem though. Because <laughs> it just helps you understand. It just helps me understand. Like, it helps me understand. Like, why did I do this? Why did I do that? Why did I do this? I always ask myself why. And um, one thing about me is that I do not like to myself. And I don't think anybody in this life should like to themselves. Themselves. Like, don't lie to yourself. Like, don't even lie to yourself. Like, tell yourself the truth. You know you're doing something. Like, question yourself. Like, question yourself. Question yourself. And don't try to blame anybody for your problems. <laughs> like, mm. this is the urge to like, blame people for your problems. This is the urge. It might be like a particular... Uh-huh. Another thing I want to say is that I've gotten to realize that a particular situation can literally help you to figure out your trauma. Like, a particular... It can be like a friendship. Like, maybe you're friends with somebody and then... Maybe the way the person treated you, it can just make you figure out your trauma. And then the way you respond to the way the person treated you, yeah. it can help you figure out, oh, why am I being like this? Why am I like this? Right? So, and another thing I have been like learning in, uh, learning based on relationship stuff and friendship stuff is attachment styles. So, I've learned that we all have different attachment styles. There are people that have anxious attachment styles. There are people that have avoidant attachment styles. There are people that have... um. Um, the good attachment style. I don't know. I've forgotten the word. The people that have, we have avoidance. We have um anxious. We have um secured. Yeah, we have secured. I don't know. I don't know. I might be missing out on some things. But like, yeah. So I've gotten to realize my own attachment style, and I realize how much it affects me when I'm in relationship with somebody. Actually, like relationship, like romantic relationship. We have people that we have the fear of abandonment. We have like, and I honestly feel like, yeah, I, one thing about me is that when I do something wrong to people, even when the person is wrong, I apologize. I think that's based on my trauma. It's not because I want to, <laughs> if you get what I mean, I apologize mm-hmm. to people, even when the person like has done something wrong. I do not want to always lose people. And I think it's based on my trauma. I don't want to lose people. So it's my trauma that is talking. It's not because like, I really, really like the person that much. Oh, I can't get that <laughs> person. It's just my trauma. Like I can't just imagine like this person not being in my life. Not being in your life. Yes, yes. So yeah. Yeah, you said you have questions. What do you say? Yes, um the TIC, trauma informed care. Um mm. what is it like? Is it like um like an online um therapy thing? Like you state your issues and then someone answers to you, it's just like like a kind of not like a book or like just like you've written something that you can easily relate to when you're going through something um it's not like an online thing i don't know if there is anything like online for tic i really do not know about that maybe there is i don't know but like it's just like it's like a it's like a concept or something that that is just like a concept that psychologists use okay just have to do with your trauma or to help you deal with your situation. So, like, like I said earlier now, like, you know, focusing on the underlying issues instead of the surface, 
the surface yeah and so we go deep down that's why sometimes when you watch movies and then the therapy is like tell me about your childhood how did you grow up mm. stuff like that tell me about when tell me about something terrible that happened with you when you were growing up stuff like that it's just for them to know to be able to pinpoint okay this is the reason why you are doing this exactly so your family had issues growing up and they're okay right now maybe that's why but anytime you and your husband fight you do this certain thing something like that so yeah that's what mm-hmm. i think i don't know if there's anything online about trauma informed okay people. yeah for for better understanding Shai, you guys can like google it or something yes yes yes, get, yes okay like just for you to be able to like understand it better because i don't understand it better I'm doing justice to it. I'm not a therapist, so <laughs> guys, I'm just based on my own experience. That's what I'm just like using to talk. So it's not like I'm a therapist or something. And um, I'm not perfect in any way. Like even like even to now, I'm still dealing with a lot of things. I'm still processing a lot of things. I'm still trying to figure out a lot of things. Like if somebody should tell me that I'll do some certain things that I've done. In like, okay, let's say two years ago, somebody should tell me, "Can you do this work?" I'll tell them, "Me and you, me and you, me, me, a home, me, me." But you guys, <laughs> you don't know, you don't know, you don't know what you're capable of doing until you do it. Exactly, or until you find yourself in a very, or you find yourself yes in, yeah, in, in very in that situation, you and be like, "Wait, did I really do this?" Exactly, like, am I did, really the one to do I? Am I really the one, you know, trying to do this, trying to do that? So yeah, yes, guys, that's what I think. So you guys, I feel like we need. I feel like we all have traumas. Like no matter how small it is, we all have it. So I think yeah. we should try to like, you know, think deep. Like when you do something, just be very, very, be self-aware. Know the reason you are doing it. Like I think you should like dig deep into your childhood. How did you grow up? So it can be something as little as when you hear somebody chewing gum, it just pisses you off. Mm-hmm. It might be because maybe you had a friend in the past that was always chewing gum and it was always annoying you. Annoying you. Like, do you get? It might be as little as a, a particular smell. Yeah. It just triggers you, and then you're just like. It might be because maybe. Your ex used to use that that perfume or perfume, mm-hmm. or maybe your house used to smell in that type of way, and you didn't have a good relationship with your family. That kind of, it can be as little as that, like like what we said about gutter too. Like maybe you've fallen mm-hmm. down before. It can be as little as that, and again, I feel like all Nigerians. I'm sorry, I have to bring this up. I feel like all of us are, have PTSD from what happened at Lekito Gate, because I remember even before I left Nigeria, when I passed Lekito Gate, I kind of. I just, I start to get really anxious. Like, my body just doing. <laughs> I was, I was just sitting in Lagos because I didn't grow up in Lagos. But every time I pass mm-hmm. that place, I'm just like, uh, or oh, I see the picture. And there's a particular bridge in this place that literally looks like Lekki Togi. Looks like Lekki. Wow. <laughs> so every time you pass that place, I'm just, it just makes me remember that incident. So I feel like most of us are like dealing with the post traumatic stress disorder that comes with it. Yeah, and there are like different types of trauma, like different different types of trauma, different different types of trauma. So, yeah, this is where I dot my high and cross my (laughs) teeth. What do you have? For scholar, ah, really, I feel like we can we can say it all. Mm -hmm. 
we we can't say it all. I just I just want people to 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 be more aware. Yeah. Because yeah. just like you see, in fact, just like you said, then there are some things you do that you won't know the reason why you did it. Mm-hmm. gets, but then it's it's as a result of something that's happened. Mm-hmm. And we bottle things a lot. We bottle things up a lot in this part of the con- this part of the world, this mm-hmm. country. Like you you basically don't want to share and it's very understandable. Mm-hmm. But I feel like people should be more open to you know, even if you don't want to like tell somebody, speak to yourself. Me, I talk to myself a lot. Like I basically have a conversation with myself. Like, mm-hmm. okay, so what happened? This is what happened. What should you have done? What did I do? What should I have done? That kind of thing. So I feel like even if you're not comfortable telling people what you're going through, yeah. Even if like you table you table the matter in front of yourself, like, okay, why did it happen this way? What should I have? You get that kind of thing. Yeah. I feel like you still come to like is even if it is not like full solution. You still, you still have like okay, you like a headway into like whatever you're going through, and if if you have a friend or if you have maybe a sibling that you're very 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 close with, and you know that they are going to understand you, just open up, like try as much as possible. Open up, don't bottle th- because. We're talking about our childhood, yeah, but the ones that are happening to us presently is still part of it. Do you yeah. get? And the more you keep it, the like, I, I, like the more it builds up, then it's it's built from maybe just you know that incident to trauma. Basically, you get. So mm-hmm. if at that point of um, occurrence you find someone to talk about, um, to talk to about it, mm-hmm. it will help, or you know just seeking advice it might even be indirectly you might not like table your matter in front of somebody else like that you could just bring it up stylishly if you're not like so comfortable so just be be open to like talking to people reasonable people sensible <laughs> people that you know that they understand or just you know ask yourself talk to yourself and if you can afford therapy Please, by all means, please go. We all, we all, at this point, we all need because everybody's going through a lot. I know. So, if you can afford therapy, don't, don't feel like, eh, maybe okay, you don't think it is serious enough to see a therapy about, you know, just see a therapy, you know, for the duration of time, you get cleared and all of that, and you're fine. Everything is good instead of just keeping it, keeping it, keeping it until it becomes something very serious. There's nothing bad with seeing a therapist, you guys. You are not mad. Yeah, thank you. We we need to <laughs> emphasize it that seeing a therapist is totally normal. It is okay. Yeah. It is very okay. About like the person like kind of defined therapy. Like person was just like seeing a therapist is just like you know, going out to, to, like, chill with your, like, or maybe, like, probably just chatting with your, with your friend, like, your body, but this person is just trying to, like, help you, like, resolve some things that are happening in your life, but, like, it's like, you're just going out to just pour out everything to the person. It's like, you're, like, it's like a dumb ground. You don't want to talk to anybody, but, like, you, mm. 
you just want to like talk to one person and this therapist is like the one person that will help you navigate through it so it's not bad it's just like the way you open up to your best friend exactly exactly so it's it's quite it's it's just there i hope guys um i hope if if there's anyone anyone out there that is going through you know any tra- post traumatic stress disorder mm-hmm. or any i hope i wish i pray i hope you guys heal quickly because it can be very frustrating and painful mm-hmm. physically painful when you don't even know what to do you like clueless you're tired you're exhausted and the whole lot of it so i hope you guys enjoyed our welcome back podcast i know right sorry that it's, it's on everyone like <laughs> the way our next our next episode will be will be, will be light very light and you don't get the for the next one <laughs> we'll it. Ah, okay guys thank you so much for listening take care thank you bye Bye, guys.